Since November of 2021, nearly four months ago at this point, we ended up seeing a market top. The major indices don't reflect this, and I do think that it has a lot to do with the FANG stocks, uh, specifically Apple and Microsoft, who have above average weighting in the in the major indices, both the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. And the S&P 500's rally, or I should say relative strength, has been a result of a lot of the oil stocks as well, or energy as a whole. In the underlying market, though, this is most indicative or proven in both the ARK Innovation Fund for the growth stocks or the IWM when it comes to the Russell 2000, or when you even see the disparity between small caps, mid caps, and large caps, you can see very clearly that there has been a market crash beneath the surface. Although by technical definition, the 20% decline in the S&P 500, it's not reached that yet. But as the markets continue to decline, you've seen human behavior at its finest. And it's almost it's almost predictable now at this point as to what people are going to do during certain market cycles. And in this bearish market cycle, I've seen and I've noticed that just like all the other ones, there's personality types that emerge. And these personality types are, they do remind me of experiences that I've had in the past. But before I get into that, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, two things here. Um, first is that after this, after this uh, audio book, or I guess you want to call it a podcast, as well as the Substack, um, I will be doing a recap of a lot of the earnings, specifically around Roku, uh, who that ended up declining about twenty percent after hours. Uh, Global E, Palantir, and I want to get around to Shopify as well as Amplitude, but it's a lot of earnings calls to listen to. So a, a quote here by Peter Lynch, and I have this at the top of the Substack that I think is very, very relevant to today's uh, market environment. A stock market decline is as routine as a January blizzard in Colorado. If you're prepared, it can't hurt you. A decline is a great opportunity to pick up bargains left behind by investors who are fleeing the storm in, in panic. First, let's talk briefly about my personal experiences in the United States Marine Corps. And to be perfectly clear, I, I've never seen combat. I wanted to make sure I get that out of the way uh, first. But fortunately, I joined when we began our, our aggressive drawdown um, from the Iraq and Afghanistan war in about 2010 to 2014. But I was active uh, for four years. And during this time, I routinely saw human psychology during periods of heightened stress. I can recall my first instance, what the roles people begin to play, how different they become, and when, and how they think when times become uncomfortable. At face value, when things are going good, you often see people act confident like they know everything. You will often see people become overly optimistic, and they begin to get ahead of themselves. Ideas start to transform about what a new possible future could look like. It's almost always different this time. You really ended up seeing this often in 2021, especially in the first half of 2021 and in the back half of 2020 when everything was euphoric. And then even at points during the October and November um, market cycle, where you ended up seeing Cloudflare, Sentinel-1, and Asana trading at nosebleed valuations. And, and during these periods of peace and stability, the best usually comes out in people. Everyone tries to help each other, and everyone wants to share wealth, riches, and the rewards of which stability as a whole brings. Personalities almost always remain cool, calm, collected, like the environment around them. But when things go wrong, that's when you start to notice people change. 
recalling my first experience in the United States Marine Corps, I was in boot camp, and it was within these first few weeks. See, what people don't know or think about with boot camp, especially Marine Corps boot camp, is that it, it is less about the physical difficulties and more about the mental difficulties. The instructors, what they're trying to do is they're actually trying to break you. And there is a method to their madness. They are trying to play games with you, play with your mind, remove your identity, change the way you look, make you refer to yourself in the third person and force you to clean something five times over and tell you it's not good enough and make you do it over and over and over again. Essentially, it drives people mad. And the list of what they can do, it goes on and on and on. But there was one night I recollect specifically, and this is the first time that I ended up experiencing this. The entire platoon ended up finishing drill, and we just got back from eating. We called it chow, and apparently somebody decided to not make their bed correctly. And the drill instructors use this as an excuse to mess with everybody in the platoon, all 80 to 85 of us. They forced us to clean stairwells, clean the floors, clean the bathrooms. And while doing this, they randomly picked people off and made them do this thing called IT, otherwise known as incentive training. And I have a YouTube video linked uh, slightly down I encourage you to look at that. It's only about 30 seconds to 40 seconds, but it gives you an idea of the stress that they put you through. And through the hallways, while we were cleaning, you heard screams. And when you looked left and you looked right at the people around you, you could see fear in everyone's eyes. And they do this on purpose. They do this to stress you out, to create an artificial environment of intense stress so you can handle yourself during periods of combat. And it is during this period of stress And when fear floods the soul of people around you, you really truly do see the character of individuals. And a few personalities that I've seen that do emerge during this time is the first one is going to be the bully. And I can recollect this most in the stock market. These are the permavoles. They always want to kick somebody when they're down. They always want to create a new uh, way of thinking. Maybe they say value stocks are going to be outperforming for the next three years, or they may be saying in getting together and they may be talking about Kathy Woods and how her ARK Innovation ETF and how she's going to get fired and how she's, you know, just the worst case scenario. And I did end up hearing a a chat earlier today, uh, Twitter spaces earlier today about how they were actually digging through ARK's portfolio and figuring out what the short interest was so that they can actually short their stocks. And this is, in my opinion, in some cases, maybe they're just trying to make money. And I totally understand that, especially if you are trying to make money. But when you start referring to certain people and you're kicking them when you're down, well, you can think about what the definition of that would be. The second person is going to be the fearful people. And these are typically the people who run away from stressful situations. They don't necessarily want to deal with it, especially when things become overwhelming, you know, like during periods of heightened stress or uh, emotions or, or overwhelming volatility in the markets. This is typically the people that are like, nope, I'm out. I'm not dealing with this. And in the United States Marine Corps, this is typically when the recruits would start breaking down into tears from the men or drop out as a whole from mental concerns, right? And then in the markets, these are typically the investors who do, um, unfortunately, capitulate. And they're the ones that will sell their entire portfolio off and then only watch it go up. And not even just inexperienced investors will do this. There's a YouTuber by the name of Meet Kevin who capitulated at the actual January 24th bottom in the ARK Innovation ETF. And all of his stocks right now are currently trading higher than when he originally sell it. Maybe not all of them, but a majority of them are, despite 
how back and forth we have been. Now, these two personality types are typically the ones that, that make situations the worst, but especially in the markets. They exacerbate the moves, both up and down. But there's a last personality type that I've really understood. And this is typically where you see the Warren Buffetts and the Peter Lynch's of the world, and, and they're typically in control. And, and that's exactly what I labeled them as, as the individual in control. And this is typically the person in the United States Marine Corps who ended up becoming this through training. Remember how I mentioned before that when they put us through training, that's their goal is to make somebody who is constantly in control of their emotions. Uh, they want to reprogram us to make sure that we don't buckle under pressure, to buckle under combat, and to keep moving forward with the mission at all costs. And in the financial markets, these are typically going to be the investors that remain cool, calm, collected, don't capitulate, and then also potentially even lift people up around them. So let's talk briefly about the fear and the stress that we're experiencing today in the markets. The, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, typically, when stocks go down, people really do often seek some sort of rationalization for why markets are moving in a certain way. So a couple of the ideas that we're painting, like the, the narrative today, is the looming economic recession, stagflation, hyperinflation, the Fed tightening cycle, Fed quantitative tightening, the overall collapse, maybe even thinking about another great recession like what we ended up experiencing in the 2008 global financial crisis, or even a historic market crash or collapse, 50%, 60% decline in the S&P 500, or the Russian-Ukraine war. This is just constantly on headlines. And then even what's worse is a potential World War III. The list does go on and on. And these are all things that we're seeing every single day. And these are things that people talk about every single day. It does become noisy. And I'm not necessarily saying that we should ignore recession, uh, inflation, or even the potential for World War III, but I do think it's smart to assume that we have dealt with these fears for 200 plus years in, in the American markets, and America has somehow always made it through, and the stock market has always somehow came back up. In the short term, really anything is possible. We could go lower. Or we could rally higher. We could trade sideways for a year. We could trade sideways for three months. Nobody really knows. But it is safe to assume one very, very important thing. In moments of fear like this, the most likely scenario is that what actually happens is not as bad as what everyone thinks. It really is, during a lot of the Fed tightening cycles in the 2016 market cycle, it wasn't until after the Fed raised the rate for the first time that the markets began to recover. It really is a lot like riding a roller coaster for the first time. The experience of when you're in the middle of this roller coaster ride is never as bad as what your mind makes it out to be, but everything up until that point, it's it's terrifying. You know, especially the first time you've ever done it. This is human psychology and it never changes. I encourage all of those reading or listening to this, to become the third personality type, the Warren Buffetts and the Peter Lynch's. And if you're already that, I encourage you to spread the optimism and the general understanding that everything will most likely work out. America has done this a time or two, and America always ends up better ahead, and stock markets always continue to go back up. And just like Warren Buffett has said many times, it's never paid to bet against America. As always, Blue Suits subscribers, stay tuned and stay classy.